This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Korea trade deal protects ag sales. Democrats put numbers to farm bill complaints and food safety data frustrates regulators. U.S. and Korea have sealed a deal to fix the Trump trade concerns. Trump administration officials say U.S. and South Korea negotiators have reached a preliminary agreement to preserve the six-year-old free trade pact between the two countries that has been very lucrative for U.S. agricultural exports. The officials say the updated agreement announced last night will be a huge win for the U.S. because it will boost exports of cars, trucks, and auto parts to South Korea. The Asian country agreed to lift its cap on imports of U.S. trucks and allowed U.S. to extend its 25% tariffs on Korean trucks. The deal also settles the issue of the U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs, according to administration officials. The proposed U.S. tariff of 25% will not be applied to South Korean steel. But the country did agree to a new quota. It's expected to cut U.S. imports from the country by 30%. South Korean aluminum exports will not be exempt from that 10% tariff. Chorus has helped boost U.S. exports of beef, pork, wheat, corn, sorghum, and other ag commodities. Farm groups fought hard to stress the importance of the deal to the Trump administration during negotiations. The U.S. became the largest beef supplier to South Korea in 2016, that thanks to falling tariffs under chorus. U.S. beef exports to South Korea reached about $1.1 billion in 2017, almost double what they had been five years ago. House Ag Democrats detail the SNAP impact. The partisan feuding over the Republican Farm Bill in the House shows no sign of ending. In the latest salvo, Democrats on the House Agriculture Committee provided reporters with details on the Farm Bill's nutrition title. According to Democratic Committee aides, the bill would reduce benefits by more than $20 billion while spending $6 billion on a massive and unneeded expansion of state employment and training programs. Now keep in mind, the feuding is virtually unheard of in either the House or the Senate Ag Committees, traditionally among the least partisan committees in Congress. Be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter for an in-depth look at the implications of the SNAP impasse on the Farm Bill. Better tests frustrating FDA efforts to track foodborne illness trends. FDA's top food official for food regulation is expressing frustration that the country doesn't appear to be making more progress in combating foodborne illness. Data from the Food Net Surveillance System that the government relies on to track foodborne pathogens shows that many of them are on the rise. Stephen Ostroff, FDA's Deputy Commissioner for Foods and Veterinary Medicine, reiterated to industry representatives yesterday that the rising numbers are likely due to the better testing methods now in use. Speaking to the Grocery Manufacturers Association's annual science forum, Ostroff said that the new tests are really throwing off the food net data and making it harder to assess the effectiveness of measures the industry is taking under the Food Safety Modernization Act. The latest data also shows the nation is well behind the government's 2020 goals for reducing foodborne illness rates. For example, the goal was to reduce the Campylobacter illness rate to 8.5 cases per 100,000 people. The actual rate of 19.1 last year is well over twice that mark. Ostroff said none of these illness rates are close to where we thought that we would be. U.S. voices biotech frustration with EU. 
U.S. officials used a contentious meeting of the World Trade Organization's dispute settlement body yesterday to again complain about the European Union's biotech approval process. The United States reiterates its ongoing concerns that the EU measures affecting the approval of biotech products continues to involve prolonged, unpredictable, and unexplained delays at every stage of the approval process. Even when the European Food Safety Authority approves a trait, individual countries can opt out of the decision, according to the U.S. complaint. U.S. drags out lumber dispute with Canada. The U.S. shot down two Canadian requests for dispute panels over U.S. anti-dumping and countervailing duties on softwood lumber imports at the WTO yesterday, that according to Geneva trade officials. The U.S. actions are common procedural measures that will force Canada to make the request again, prolonging the dispute that will likely be decided by WTO arbitrators eventually. The U.S. countervailing duty on Canadian softwood lumber is 17.99% and the anti-dumping duty is 7.28%. Study. Better data needed to track methane emissions. A new study from the National Academy of Sciences calls on the EPA, USDA, and other federal agencies to do a better job of tracking methane emissions from agriculture, oil and gas development, and other sources. Livestock and oil and natural gas production, those are the two largest sources of methane, which is a potent greenhouse gas. The study by a committee of scientific experts says that the existing national inventory of methane emissions lacks critical data to ensure its accuracy. The scientists say that government and business would benefit from linking data on methane that's in the atmosphere to data on emissions from farms and other sources. The report notes that as of December 2017, methane levels are triple what they were in the 18th century. During the course of the study, the scientists toured a cattle operation that quantifies methane emissions from cows and cow manure. The tour included a large tent filled with barrels of decaying manure. Here's today's He Said It. It's frustrating not to see more movement in these data. That's Stephen Ostroff, FEA's Deputy Commissioner for Foods and Veterinary Medicine. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.